For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. Hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. We are not in our normal 7 p.m. start time. Obviously, the Lady Tigers um, play tonight at 6, tip off tonight at 6. We might do a little post game. We, we, we might do a little post game show after that. So just wanted to do a midday show so we can talk about and get through all the stuff it is that we need to talk about here today. That way, in case it's a little too late for you on a Monday night, I understand it. You don't have to miss all the important stuff. I got to agree with our buddy Rob Boudreaux here. He says, I like these midday shows. You can expect a lot more of them throughout the next. uh, I told you. Look, man, 2024, we're going to start a lot of good stuff, a lot of things. We're going to be publishing more content, doing a lot more stuff. So how can you help out? Continue to do what you're doing. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share everywhere you know or you can. Subscribe to the forum, AYSSnetwork.com, which, by the way, never in my wildest dreams did I expect that me doing my job would be an issue for people. Nevertheless, we have some Rudy Poos out here. I, I'll, I'll leave that uh, for what it is. But regardless, you can expect a lot more of these as the days go on, specifically during the baseball season, um, because last year we did a lot 
of post-game shows, talk a lot of baseball. We weren't able to get to a lot of the stuff outside of baseball that we did. So as soon as baseball season starts and they have a midweek game on a Tuesday at 6 p.m., well, we're not going live during that. We'll probably go live during the day, do some things during the day, talk about the things that we need to talk about. We're starting to bring on a lot more guests. You can expect that more this week, too. So, yes, I do love some of the midday uh, the midday shows and midday stuff, so looking forward to doing a lot more of that. Uh, Black Mama Rams has Port Allen checking in. Good to have you in here, Black Mamba, uh, as well. Dylan Smith checking in as well. Says, Blake Rafino, during the day, someone called the law. Yeah, you better you better call the law because it's about to go down up and chill, up and chill. Uh, Connor says, Blake, you feeling better? Much, much better, man. Needed the weekend to uh, rebound and recoup. Uh, wanted to do the show Friday when the Austin Thomas news, which is a topic we'll talk about uh, here today. Wanted to go live, man. I just needed I needed the rest. The the <laughs> man, it's crazy what happens when kids go back to school. You know, they my son Ben was out for uh, Christmas break. And then goes back. I think he got the little bit of the sniffles. Uh, then my daughter, Jewel, got it. Then I got it. My wife was uh, actually, believe it or not, she was safe. Uh, but it, it got to me, man. It got to me. So, yeah, feeling a lot better. Thank you, Penn uh, and Connor, uh, for that. Uh, Stuart West says, Pineville checking in. Good to have you in here, Stuart, uh, as well. His son, believe it or not, if I'm not mistaken, Stuart, his son's at West Point. So, um, thank you for being in here, and we are thinking about your son. I know he's uh, going through a lot. West Point is not a joke, so tell him that everybody at AYS is thinking of him. Cody McGee says, Blake, is Cortez leaving for the OC position at Atlanta? He is not. He is not. The Falcons have named their offensive coordinator. Was the off- I'm pretty sure the offensive coordinator with the Rams uh, will be coming over with Raheem Morris to Atlanta. Cross country, literally across country, uh, to Atlanta. So Cortez was there this weekend for the recruiting. Uh, the Cajun bash is what they were calling it. So I, I, you know, maybe he did interview, but he, you know, look, he, I think, I think Cortez knew what it was about. And I just don't think Raheem Morris, who is a defensive minded guy was going to bring in a guy like Cortez to call plays who has never called plays in his life in the NFL. Not saying he can. I mean, look, we saw uh, Joe Brady do something like that, but that's a completely different circumstance in and of itself. That does not happen uh, a lot. Paul Sub Martin says, no, Cody Falcons already hired Zach Robinson from the Rams. That is true. That is true. Aaron Davis says, West Monroe, Louisiana is checking in. Yeah, where is everybody at today? Where are you at work? Where are you? Um, yeah, where are you? 225-337-985-504. Where are you watching from today? Give us the town and location. Don't give us the area code. You can put the area code in there, but don't uh, do that. John Wallace is in Hardy, Arkansas, the 870. Good to have you in here with us, John, uh, tonight. Chance says, did they trade uh did they have trademark issues with Bayou Bash? I have no I have no clue. I have absolutely no clue. Not my not my field of expertise. No clue whatsoever uh, the issues they did and did not have. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I would assume, I mean, 
How can you? I mean, chance. I I I don't know. Like you know, and if you have it trademarked, every time somebody says it or prints it or does something with it, you owe them money. I I I don't see how you like. How can you trademark anything? Cajun, the word Cajun. I I, I don't. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. All right. We got tons and tons to get into uh, here today in the midday. We'll go a little bit on Rafino's rants. I I probably won't lead off with this. I'll probably wait until a little bit longer. But yesterday, I had a lot of mad Saints fans with me um, because during the day, Mike Thomas was going off on Twitter, you know, just talking all kinds of craziness. I'm going to put this, and at least for me, I'm putting this to bed because I, I, I don't think Saints fans are thinking logically or even some of the media promoting what Mike Thomas is doing. Like, you can come at me all the live long day. He's a bum LSU account. Well, here's the truth. At least the platform that you call me a bum on, at least some Saints fans will call me bums, we have 25,000 followers on Twitter. Oh, uh, I guess we are a bum. I, what do I know? I, I We're just 862 episodes in. Maybe we know exactly what we're talking about. You shouldn't put up with this with Mike Thomas. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Alston Thomas is back. The direction of what I think, and I've been talking about this for weeks, the direction of where college football is moving into, what they're moving into, what Alston Thomas's impact coming back is, why Lane Kiffin was acting like a troll. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about the recruiting weekend as Jeffrey uh, Antoine uh, commits to uh, LSU. We'll talk on that as well, just holistically. LSU basketball, men's and women's recap and review. Tough loss in Tuscaloosa this weekend with men's basketball. It's it's just tough, man. It's tough watching this team sometimes. Uh, And we'll preview a little bit of tonight. The Lady Tigers obviously going to bounce back from uh, South Carolina. Kansas City, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. At the end here, we'll talk a little NFL. Should Dan Campbell have gone for it on, on fourth down? I don't mind the fourth down call, the first fourth down call where he went for it and Reynolds dropped it. I mean, it was a great play design. You got to hold on to the football. It was the second one where he should have kicked a field goal to tie it up. But they look, live, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. It, that's what they've been doing all year, and they're not going to change it up and good on him. Stay- Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, to who you are. But the truth was, too, the, you know, I'm going to cut Dan Campbell a little bit of slack, but that is a little bit on him. you got to take the points to, to change some of the momentum because San Francisco goes right down the field and ends the game by scoring a touchdown, Christian McCaffrey, with that long run. All right, a couple more before we get rolling. Uh, Al says, the Landry guys checking in from Madisonville. We got you up on the big screen. Thank you, Al. Good to be on the big screen. My mama always said I'd be on the big screen. Mama always said I'd be on TV. (laughs) 
Marvin Mackey says, F Thomas, get him off our team for real, for real. What do you, Marvin, you mean like Austin Thomas? Why, why do you have that thought? Connor says, Lane's kind of the kind of guy that shows up to the ex's house and posts a picture of it on Twitter when they break up, 1,000%. Oh, no, no, no. He means Mike Thomas. Okay. Mike Thomas. I got Austin Thomas and Mike Thomas switched up. I'm like, damn, we just got done talking about Austin Thomas. What, 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 what are we talking about here? Um, I got you, Marvin. I got you. Brain fart. Complete and utter brain fart here. That's on me. 100% on me. All right. Let's get rolling. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. Before we do that, everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, share to those groups. Share to your own social media pages. It helps us out greatly when you hit that like button, share button. Do the same on YouTube. Guys, we had over, like well over, well over, 200,000 views, more over 250,000 views on YouTube. 46% of you are not are not subscribed. Do us a favor, man. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell, and wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's get to a quick break. Austin Thomas is back. We talk a little bit about Mike Thomas and what I just think about him. We get to all that. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. Okay. Let's get rolling. No time to waste. Tons and tons and tons to get here to here uh, in this midday show. In case you missed it on Friday, Austin Thomas, which, by the way, let me back up very quickly. Very, very quickly. Uh, on Friday morning, I put onto the forum... Uh, AYSSnetwork.com, our forum, our message board, either you like it, you love it, you hate it, you hate me for it, you love me for it, who gives a Rudy Poo if you hate me for it, I don't really care if you hate me for it, it is what it is. On Friday morning, I mentioned um, and just wrote a very quick piece on Austin Thomas when I had heard the deal had been done. 
put it up on the website, said, look, guys, I feel really good where this is, is heading. I wouldn't expect it to get past, you know, the next 12 hours of something being announced. Wilson Alexander then uh, reported first that Austin Thomas was coming back uh, to LSU. Let's start right here very quickly. Over the last week, at least maybe week to 10 days, I, excuse my timetable uh, on this, but Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin had been out there trolling very hard against LSU. You want to know why? Well, now you know why. It had everything to do with LSU pursuing, going after, and, co- and accomplishing getting Austin Thomas. Lane is who he is. He's constantly going to continue to troll. But the only thing Lane can do, if you've noticed, is continue to post this past year's game. That's all he's doing. 55-49. Okay, sounds good, Lane. You, you beat LSU this year. Sounds good. Why are you freaking out that Austin Thomas is leaving? And before any Ole Miss fan says, before Lane Kiffin says, he's not trolling LSU behind Austin Thomas, you know, I know, Everybody knows that you're upset because Austin Thomas is leaving. That's what this is about. There are standards and levels to this game. Ole Miss has went out and spent the money to get a really good portal class. Let's call it what it is. Was Austin Thomas not a big part in helping and guiding and getting funds for your collective, going out and talking to recruits, bringing them in. The chief of staff is what you called him for your football team, the chief of staff. Now, maybe I'm crazy, but if you're the head coach, the chief of staff, or at least the naming of title, normally when you give somebody the title of chief of staff, means that's your number two. Now, Austin Thomas is coming back to LSU to be a senior associate AD to LSU football. This is what we have been talking about the last two weeks. A little bit longer in some spurts. We specifically talked about it with Carter Bryant last week on this show. I think college football in general and LSU moving a little bit in this direction are starting to build what they will call a front office or will have an NFL front office type of look. The truth is, regardless if you like the portal, you hate the portal, you like NIL, you hate NIL, you need somebody with experience and somebody on your staff that can go out there and get the funds, know how NIL and the transfer portal works, and get things done. So if Brian Kelly identifies a guy in the portal, LSU is not unorganized. Now, they're not behind because we've seen LSU go in the portal many times, and not only in football, but in other sports, and get the top-tier dudes, the top-tier ladies. Angel Reese comes to mind. Haley Van Lith and Nisa Morrow comes to mind. How do you think those kinds of things happen? Paul Skeens comes to mind for LSU baseball. LSU football has to be a little bit more organized in how they're doing things. It's exactly what Austin Thomas did for Ole Miss. Want to know how they put together a really good transfer portal class? Eureka! It's it's not rocket scientists, or it's not rocket science, excuse me. 
I don't mind this. I actually like it a lot because I know that Brian Kelly gets paid tons and tons and tons of money. I, I, I understand that. There's only so much time in the day that he can be worried about all the things that it takes to run, which is, which LSU announced, is a $100 million a year business. A $100 million a year business. Guys, that's what LSU football made last year. Now, remember that I said that. We're going to come back to that in a minute. Austin Thomas takes some of the stress and worry and need off of NIL being organized, how LSU is going to uh, uh, contractually do things. There's a reason they brought him back. There's a reason Scott wanted him here. Now, Scott is not Scott Woodward, the AD of LSU. Scott Woodward is not one of those kinds of guys that goes out and makes rash decisions. It's not him. It's not in his DNA. He knows the issues or the lack thereof, but just the issues that LSU, specifically football, deals with on a day-in, day-out basis. Whether it comes with NIL, whether it comes with roster management, whether it comes with the transfer portal, all of that being done, it's just another guy in the building that you're paying to be here that you just saw have a lot of success, not only at Ole Miss, not only at Ole Miss, guys, was at Texas A&M doing the same exact things when they had their fantastic class. How do you think Ole Miss had the quick connection to Walter Nolan? Oh, that's right, because Austin Thomas was on the Texas A&M staff. Now, you can have your thoughts and opinions on Austin Thomas as a person or individual. That's yours to have. But the bottom line truth is you see multiple. Ole Miss just had one. I'm hearing that Alabama's moving a little bit into a direction of doing it their damn selves. So many teams around, co around college athletics are building front office types of personnels because they have to. Now, I'll get to the question in the chat in just a minute from Blanche. Was that a net $100 million. Let me tell you something about sports and LSU athletics in general. When they release something, it's because they had CPAs, all right, reduce all of their expenses. Oh, well, we, we made $100 million, but the entire athletic department spent $60 million of that $100. Interesting that you say that. Because I know, and you know, and everybody else knows that you might have made that last year, but you know that you had CPAs deduct things from your net earnings. You know that, and I know that. Let's not act like LSU is not closer to the $100 million than everybody believes that they are. That's what LSU football brought in. The issues that I have and have always stated that I had with NIL is that you're asking nine to five people, people that might make six figures a year, but you're asking nine to five people on a given day to donate when LSU's bringing in $100 million a year. 
you could give all 85 scholarship players $50,000 a year and it only costs you a little bit north of $4 million. But you know what? Hey, man. Hey, man. Let's ask people who are, or, or, who are working nine-to-five jobs. All of that being said, though, LSU hiring Austin Thomas, regardless of how you think of him or look at what direction or, man, he's back again. How many times is he going to come here? They have to hire someone in his type of role who knows how the sausage is made, knows what has to be done to make sure that LSU is more organized in NIL. Now, here's the truth, because what you'll, what you'll hear me say is, oh, LSU is behind. LSU is not behind. They're unorganized. It's a massive difference. Austin comes in and changes that in a blink of an eye. He finds out what the issues are going on, and he changes them. Because Ole Miss, A&M, a lot of places have been able to have success in other avenues in today's world of college football. At some point, you had to move in this direction. LSU being a little bit more innovative in it. And I got to admit, they did this years ago, and people laughed at them. People were laughing at the move of Austin Thomas. Okay, I understand why you laughed at it in the in the immediate, but now look at you. Look at Nebraska. Look at even schools and universities like Memphis. Hell, look at Ole Miss. And it, truth be told, look at the portal class that they just put together. You might not think that all of this is tied together. It 1,000% is all tied together. You had to bring him in. You had to go in this direction. Now, just going to say this. And how do I want to word this? I'm not going to say you, sh- you should not lose recruiting battles. That's not what I'm about to say. But with this hiring, I don't want to hear anything else about NIL being an issue. Because if the guy could do it for, for A&M and he could do it for Ole Miss, he sure as hell be, better be able to do it here. Now, here's the unfortunate truth. You're not going to like what I'm about to tell you, but it's the truth, and deep down you know it's the truth. You, as a fan and consumer, are being asked more of than you ever have been before. Some of you hold season tickets. Some of you donate to TAF. Some of you donate to Bayou Traditions. You're having to give more than you've ever done before. And it's not fair to you. I'm with you. It's not fair to you. But when Kirby Smart, as an example, lost Caleb Downs to Ohio State, you know what the first thing he did was? He tweeted out a link to George's collective. That is the guy who some believe now, from a coaching perspective, is the face of college football. The number one protege to Nick Saban. Can he duplicate what his mentor has done? Can he do that at the University of Georgia? Well, he's won two of the last three national titles. He's on a path to 
probably doing something like that. They're recruiting at an unreal rate. But when Caleb Downs, the freshman phenom from Alabama, chooses from Georgia, from the state of Georgia, I might add, chooses to go to Ohio State over Georgia. By the way, his DB coach is the new Coke defensive coordinator at Georgia, and then your head coach has is retweeting or tweeting out a link to Georgia's collective. He's asking you, or him, meaning Georgia fans, to donate to their collective. It's what Ohio State's doing. It's what their fans are doing. Unfortunately, I hate it for you as a fan and consumer. You don't have to give anything. <laughs> you don't. It's not your responsibility to, be, to do that. It's the world that we live in. If it's going to be prohibited for schools to pay college athletes, and I got to be honest with you, I'm so tired of hearing about, will they go to get an education? Okay, that is fair. That is fair. The school offers them that to get them here. It's taking them more to keep them here. That's the way the world works. Just because you hate it doesn't fix the problem. NIL in the portal, I don't mind. I am an advocate for players being paid 100%. But what I'm not an advocate of, what I'm not going to ever be an advocate of, is how the schools, LSU reportedly made $100 million. Oh, well, they spent $60 million, excuse me, on all the sporting and everything else. Okay, so that's coaches' salaries, that's buyouts, that's everything else. What are you doing with the $40 million? Because, again, like I just mentioned, if you're spending 60 of that $100 million on a God-given year to run LSU athletics, you have Brian Kelly donating a million back so that something can be a performance center can be built at football ops. If you gave every scholarship player on that team fifty thousand dollars, it's just north of four million. Gonna be a real, little real with you. You can talk about Title IX and how is it fair. What's fair is is the guys that are playing football are bringing in the cash. But our, our society, for whatever reason, wants to dictate that people like you and I have to donate. Again, I do and will and have and will continue. But I just don't think that it's realistically fair for that to happen. But I will tell you, bringing in a guy like getting back to the main point, Bringing a guy in like Austin Thomas can help you reorganize things that LSU needs to do from a football perspective in NIL. Look, teams that get really good players from out of the transfer portal, and by the way, recruit really well in high school, historically those are teams are going to be in the playoffs the most. Now, I have no bone in the fight that I'm about to say to you, 1-3 just came out with their final rankings. 
And in their final rankings, LSU is third in the country in recruiting in this year's high school class. Right now, in 2025, they're number one. But you're going to have to be able to go out there and be competitive in the portal if a guy like Walter Nolan goes into the portal and you need a defensive tackle, you're going to have to be competitive enough to bring him in here. That's the way the world works. Austin Thomas's hiring as a senior associate AD for LSU football should help you get in that right direction. He's seen how the sausage is made at AM with their great class and obviously with Ole Miss in the number one portal class that they've brought in. LSU spent the money where they needed to spend it to make sure and mitigate some of the issues that they could be having. That's what this is about. Now, one final thought on this before we move on. Lane, 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 lane. Ooh. Lane Kiffin, over the last 10 days, a week, whatever it's been, has been very petty on social media towards LSU. You can be petty all you want to. Sounds good. But LSU just hired your chief of staff, and you want to continue to be petty. I won the game this past year. All right, sounds good. You brought in the number one portal class. Sounds good. Congratulations on getting a Louisiana guy and Pete Golding as your DC, I might add. But let me throw one thing your way that you know, and it's in the back of your mind, but you don't really want to talk about it. Maybe you talk about it in your staff meetings. You're a few injuries away from being in real trouble because you don't have the depth. So you better be careful because sometimes when you write a check that your ass can't cash, you better be careful. I think Ole Miss is going to be a playoff team. I think they're going to be really good. But I tell you what, that October 12th game – in Death Valley, which I pray to God is at night, good luck. Good luck. Because you control all you want to, sir. You still have a losing record combined against Brian Kelly. Hmm. That's interesting. Why is that? When you're at USC and when you're at Ole Miss, you're one and one against each other when he's the head coach at LSU. Be careful. Oh, and by the way, how's Jackson Dart doing? Heard he had a little surgery. I can be petty. You can be petty. It is what it is. Okay. I see a couple of comments in here. Let's get to some of them before we move on. Uh, Fred Wright says, Kiffin is a 50-year-old social media drama queen. Again, it does feel like, and to the comment here, it does feel like that Lane is being a little bit of a drama queen. I mean, he just, he is. He's whining and boo-hooing on social media. Guys, let me tell you you something, because I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this in, in just a moment about when I talk about Mike Thomas. I got to be real with you. It's kind of a beta move. It's kind of a beta move. LSU took one of the guys that were on was on your staff. Sounds good, but you know, 
you allege, which isn't true, but you allege that you took Pete Golding from Alabama. You didn't see Nick Saban or anybody on Alabama staff trolling. That's not what champions do. See, you know, I grew up in a, in a time and a place in an era. Like, I, I remember when I, when I had my, like, a really good hit in baseball one time. I think it was a double in the right center field gap, and I kind of pimped it a little bit. Now, my uncle was the head baseball coach where the school where I went to. He was there for over 30 years, one of the best high school baseball coaches of all time. I remember hitting a shot in the right center field, and I'm rounding first, and I'm kind of, like, trotting, pimping it, like hitting my chest or whatever. He didn't call me out. He didn't say anything when I was on the field. I come off, the third out's happened. I'm standing on second base. I come off the field. I'm going in there into the dugout to get my glove and get my hat. He doesn't let me go out to first. He tells me, you gotta, I expect a little bit more out of you because you've been around this game. You know what it takes to play here. And now that I'm an adult, okay, I think about it. Act like you've been there before. You know the saying that's in sports. Sometimes you've got to act like you've been there before. And he was right. He was 1,000% right. Act like you've been there before. Lane has not, Lane actually and technically has been there before. He's seen how it should be done by a guy like Nick. But he wants to run out on social media and act like a beta. I mean, guys, it is what it is. I'm really fired up for that October 12th game because there's a lot of talking going on. All I know is you brought in a lot of good, a lot of good defensive pieces. Did you know that neither none of those defensive pieces, specifically on the defensive line, had a sack against this LSU offensive line, who, by the way, is littered with five stars? Oh, wait. Damn. My bad. Oh, wait. Lane, the D-line that you just brought in, wait, none of them had a sack against LSU last year? You're on social media hanging out with Jaden? There's levels to this now. Okay. couple of more. Um... Chad, I did see that a little baseball talk about Tommy Tanks dislocating his shoulder 20 times. Think about this. Tommy Tanks, they did the LSU Baseball Media Day. I probably should talk about this for just a quick second. Uh, and, and, guys, the reason I'm not talking a, a whole hell of a lot of baseball, guys, because literally this, even starting this week, from February to hell, Hmm. I mean, if they get to Omaha, even July, into July, hmm. I mean, we talk baseball every day. February, January, March, or February, March, April, May, June, July, even into August, seven months. Seven months. I say July, Chad, because, I mean, the portal is going on. We talk about all the portal additions that they have on the show. That's all I'm saying. Um, let, but you're right. You're right. And to, your, and to Chad's question and point here, I did see that. I did see that. Um, how crazy is it that Tommy Tanks led the country in RBIs uh, 
and dislocated his shoulder 20 times. That's insane, dude. It's insane. I I I, I don't that, that that that's crazy, dude. So it makes him an animal. Okay. Um, we do have some more things that we need to get into here too. Oh, the recruiting weekend. Um Jabari Antoine um commits. Look, let me say this about let's get into the recruiting because I do need to get to some other things too. So LSU had so LSU had their recruiting weekend this past uh weekend, the Cajun Bash is what they were calling it. Put a lot of info on the forum. You can go check it out, AYSSnetwork.com. Today, it was reported or reclassified. I don't really know how to word it. I'm not – I don't work for on three. All I'm trying to get at is today, LSU, it was, I guess, reported on that now after the reclassification of some of the, the, the guys and how they rate them and how they, they rate their abilities, LSU is a top three class in the country this year high school-wise. Guys, three five-stars, I might add, Don McKinley, Weston Davis, and Tradez Green, all three of those guys being five-stars, Tradez Green officially getting his fifth star uh, today. This past weekend, LSU gets another very big commitment from an in-state DB and Antoine. Look, what they're doing in recruiting, now they, they have some areas they have to they have to get better at. You know that, and I know that. But the number one thing that we always talk from about a head coach when it comes to football is locking the state down. Brian Kelly just got nine. This class, I might add, just got nine of the top ten kids in the 2024 recruiting class. He's already starting to make waves in the 2025 class. Guys, they're ranked number one in the country. Getting guys from New Iberia that play DB, yeah, you missed one earlier in the Brian Kelly tenure. You're not missing now. You got to give a lot of credit to a lot of the guys that are in that recruiting office. Sherman Wilson uh, is one of them. Corey Raymond coming back. What effect does that have on this? But all I would say here is we ask for Brian Kelly to come in here or any head coach to come into LSU, Baton Rouge, and lock the state down from a recruiting aspect. Well, he just got nine out of the ten. And he's starting to lock the, the state down for 2025. The truth is, if on three is correct, and LSU is the number three class in the country, that means Brian Kelly in the three classes, the one with Will Campbell and all those guys, he was still, still technically the head coach when those guys came in. He's had three top five recruiting classes. He just had a top three recruiting class can and depending on how you look at the on three industry rec, or, or standings now he's at number one at 2025 we talked about nil and austin thomas coming back and lsu needed to be organized in some of the areas guys that's that's really damn good and strong what you're doing considering a guy that had been labeled a not good recruiter or a lazy recruiter Truth be told, Ed was known as a recruiter and didn't have those type of finishes. Ed never, ever, Ed Orgeron never had a remotely close number one class. Not even when he had the best team ever. 
He was still losing some kids here and there that he wasn't supposed to. What's the difference with Brian Kelly versus an Orgeron versus a Les? He legitimately has come into the state, hired guys from the state, even coaches that have massive amounts of experience inside the state. Tenures, years upon years in the state to lock it down. Guys, nine out of ten is nothing to sneeze at. It is an elite job. You're going to lose a kid here and there that just doesn't want to be here. But we can talk about how Antoine being the type of kid, okay, that can come in here and play instantly, I think he's that kind of kid. Now, you look at him and say, well, Blake, he's only, you know, he's a four-star kid. Guys, he's a top 20 recruit. For whatever reason, they, they haven't given him his fifth star yet. He's a top 20 recruit in the country. He's one of the best DBs and corners in the country. So, you have one of the best corners, a top three corner in the class of 2025, and we've talked about the number one player in the country in Bryce Underwood. We've talked about Harlem Barry. We've talked about DeCorian Moore. All of those guys already being committed. What I think Brian Kelly has done is, and especially even this past weekend, he's not waiting around to get things done with in-state kids. He's not waiting. You have a guy like Devin Harper and Lamar Brown. You win in the trenches. Now, in 2026, which that's kind of a far way out here, LSU has three of the top five players in the country. The one, the only thing I will say, the only thing I will say is that with high recruiting comes high expectations. With high recruiting comes high expectations. you got to get the talent in here, develop it, and start winning games. Because you can't have top three type classes, number one overall type classes. Guys, it's quite honestly what we make fun of Jimbo about. So, all of that being said, Brian Kelly is recruiting at an elite level. Elite level. Like, not good, not great, elite. Some of you want him to go more into the portal. Now, he's got to go into the portal and get some DTs. I'm with you there. I'm with you. I, I know that that defensive line has some issues that they got to change. I see them getting better at corner. Okay? I see them getting better at safety. So, with all of that being said, I know you want them to go get guys out of the portal. Guys, we're not even remotely close to the first game teeing up or teeing off or kicking off, however you want to verbalize it. I think LSU's going in, 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 in the spring going to go get some guys. Blake, Mr. Blake, they don't have the numbers. They're going to get to the numbers. <laughs> They're going to get to the numbers. It's crazy, though. How you started with 39 scholarship players and you're already over your 85 scholarship limit. That's insane to me. It's insane to me. Okay. Let's get to a quick break. I do need to talk about this Michael Thomas thing. I know a lot of you LSU fans don't want to talk to it. Stay with me. We're not going to talk on it too long. I just got to hit on one thing. Then we'll talk about a little bit of LSU uh, baseball and basketball. Tune it out. Let's take a quick break, though. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, Carol Foss. 
and a good friend, Steve Bean. Let me tell you, though, about a good friend, uh, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. GMFS Mortgage, changing lives. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even trying to do a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. Let them know that Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist, guys, I, I got to tell you, if you're buying a new business, if you're buying a new home, you need to give our good friends a call over at Avid Inspection Specialist. Mold inspections, asbestos inspections, lead inspections, drone inspections, they do it all. With 11-month new warranty home inspections, they can do that as well. 225-717-5591. That's 225-717-5591. Or go over to their website, avidspecialist.com. LHI number 11331. We're back in just a moment. Stay with us. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive through daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914, 985-888-1914, because you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish, it's a Louisiana thing. I think it's funny because the Reese's Senior Bowl is happening this week, and a guy like McKinley Jackson came in at six foot and one and a half. 331 pounds because it's funny I look at McKinley Jackson as an example at Texas A&M okay when he was coming out of high school they had verified his height and weight okay they had this dude at 6'3 335 how do you verify a height and the dude 6'3 and he goes to 
Reese's senior bowl and the dude's six one and a half. The dude shrunk? Maybe he did. Maybe he did shrink. What 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 do I know? What do I know? Okay. Look, I, I gotta get to something really quickly before we we recap so and talk some more about some more LSU stuff. Because yesterday, Mike Thomas took to Twitter like he normally does sometimes and was calling out Derek Carr and players on Twitter. Now, I am old enough to remember that Derek Carr had a pass to Mike Thomas that got him hurt. Okay, understand it. I'm old enough to remember when Mike Thomas played through injury in Drew's last run to try to get him a Super Bowl. Stand with him in doing that. Stand behind him in doing that. But I went back and looked at something the other day from Sean Payton. After that year, Sean came out in a press conference and said that he had not talked to Mike Thomas all offseason and did not have surgery on his ankle. Like, that is your head coach coming out and saying that. By the way, Mike Thomas would go on and later on in a press conference confirm that he did not have surgery that he likely needed. Oh, well, my doctor said I don't need it. Well, clearly they were wrong because you needed something. But Mike Thomas yesterday went out and took to Twitter because both games were going on and Lamar Jackson made a pass and it was over the middle and it was a really good pass by Lamar Jackson. And essentially, I'm not going to bore you with the details. You can go look it up. Mike Thomas got to calling out players on Twitter, teammates on Twitter. Maybe I'm old school, but on this show, we have been critical of Dennis Allen, Derek Carr, and a lot of Mickey Loomis, and wherever it's been warranted, that where and people needed to be called out on. But it's it's so ridiculously crazy to me that people do not call out Mike Thomas for the bullshit that he does. Now, he, I'm sure the team will clip this video and it will go out to the ether. Mike Thomas is not a good teammate. I know that Derek Carr also called out teammates in the past. We called him out for that too. But just because... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Derek Carr did that. Doesn't mean that we can't say the same thing for Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas has had issues. Mike Thomas also said in a press conference two years ago that he refused to go to rehab after an injury. And by the way, if you... From a guy who's had two knee surgeries, just because you don't have surgery on something doesn't mean that you don't go to physical therapy and rehab. How Saints fans cannot see that Mike Thomas has become an issue is crazy to me. How the media for the Saints, the people that cover the Saints, cannot see that Mike Thomas has become an issue is mind-blowing to me. The dude has been what if Mike Thomas were doing let me let me backtrack. And let me ask you a question. If Mike Thomas was doing this and calling out teammates, 
on Twitter, but he was on another team. And he had done the same exact things for the last four years on another team that was not the Saints. Let's just act like he would have done all of this with Tom Brady. Uh-oh. We're getting we're getting close to some here. I'm not saying he's Antonio Brown. But some things that he says on Twitter is sometimes like, dude, what are you doing? What would you say as a Saints fan if Mike Thomas was doing this on another team with another quarterback, with another franchise? I know what you would call him. You would say that he's a cancer to the locker room. You would say he's a cancer to the organization. Just because he's with the Saints. Well, he did a lot of good things for the city. Sounds great. But you got to use common sense. You do not see elite players taking to Twitter and calling out teammates. You don't. The ones that you normally see calling out people on Twitter are bums. They're not getting in Twitter arguments. Well, Derek Carr didn't lead me, lead me in the right way, and I got hurt. You also, two weeks before that, had two drops in critical situations. What are you talking about? So you know what Derek Carr should have done? He should have come out on Twitter and said, man, if I had a receiver that could catch a damn ball, maybe we would do a little something, something. You're out here saying I would have had a slight little thousand yards this year. No, you wouldn't have. I thank and plead Mike Thomas for what he's done in New Orleans. But how long is his injury history going to linger? You know, he's out there on Twitter saying, well, they said Alexander Zoloni was a was an injury, you know, was always an injury risk. They said that mainly because he was hurt in New Orleans. He was hurt for two years at Florida. That's why they called him an injury risk. And then, again, you have the Saints media corps out here sticking up for him. Are you that dumb? If this were anybody, if this were anybody else in any organization, you'd call his ass out. You would say you need to move on from him. They need to move on from him. My point on Twitter about Michael Thomas and the account and the accountability, okay, about Michael Thomas has been easily clear. Would you allow anybody else to get away with that? Would you let me back up? My clarify to clarify what I was saying yesterday on Twitter about Mike Thomas is this. You cannot tell me that you would not look at anybody else doing this at any other organization and say that that person doesn't have a cancerous personality. You you just wouldn't. Just because it's with the Saints doesn't really mean anything. We stand with Mike for going out there and risking something when Drew was trying to get a Super Bowl. I'm with you there. I understand with him. But the real reason that Saints fans are sticking up for Mike Thomas is because they're mad that Dennis Allen is their head coach. They're mad that Derek Carr is their quarterback. And that has nothing to do 
That's not Derek Hart's fault that Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen are the head coach and quarterback. It's Mickey's. It's Gale's. And by the way, just throwing this out there, it's not as if the Saints front office and organization didn't give you a massive contract. Again, we have Sean Payton in an interview saying that he hadn't talked to Mike Thomas in the off se- in an offseason and that he's not responding to anybody. If me and my wife get in an argument, do I ever come out and trust me? In 862 episodes, me and my wife have gotten into arguments since we've been doing this. You don't go out there and air out your dirty laundry. Why do you think that the Saints haven't hired an offensive coordinator? Maybe that does have some truth. And here's the truth. What Mike Thomas was saying isn't technically wrong, but you're being a bad teammate. Don't act like you – do not defend him and act like he has not been a bad teammate. You mean to tell me that Derek Carr said, you know what, I'm going to throw this ball so that Mike Thomas gets hurt. Stop that bullshit. You mean to tell me that Drew Brees did not put you in situations where you were going to get hit to try to get a first down or a touchdown? Stop that bullshit now. Stop it. It's a cancerous, he's blaming Everybody but himself. Mike Thomas, it feels to me, when he goes to Twitter, blames everybody but himself. You can be mad at Derek Carr. You can be mad that Dennis Allen is your head coach. We personally have called them out when it's been warranted, Mickey Loomis included. We had a segment after uh, after Mickey's uh, uh, press conference when he's sticking up for Dennis Allen, comparing him to Bill Belichick. That's a that's so stupid. It's so dumb. The man is literally comparing him to the greatest head coach ever. But just because we call out everybody else does not mean that Mike Thomas doesn't deserve to be called out for things that he goes out on Twitter and says. He's airing out dirty laundry mainly due to the fact because he probably knows he's not coming back here. And it's probably best for two for both parties, to both, both of you, move in your own directions, different directions. I, 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 I don't. I, I'm going to say something. It's going to really backfire. But it needs to be said. Saints fans, take off the, the black and gold glasses. Take off the black and gold glasses. I'm one of you two. I, I am 1,000% one of you two. As a, what is it, uh, bunker club or whatever it's called, club member, have season tickets literally there on the 50-yard line. 
I'm one of you. But you cannot tell me that, that Mike Thomas does not have a cancerous personality towards teammates. You know, I'm old enough to remember when not only Derek Carr was the guy that he was calling out yesterday, remember when he was calling out Jameis Winston? You know, the only common denominator between calling out Derek Carr and Jameis Winston is Mike Thomas. That's the only common denominator. You've been hurt. I'm sorry that you've been hurt. But why call out a quarterback, both quarterbacks that are with the Saints currently acting like they're trying to put you in harm's way? That's not their goal. That's not their intention. When you have people and personalities that have a cancerous type of personality to them, it splits a locker room. You could have asked for a trade. You could have asked to have been, re- been released. But the truth is, Michael Thomas probably won't be with the Saints next year. He's going to go to some other organization, probably on a one-year deal, because whether it was his own fault or it wasn't his own fault, he has an injury concern. It's time to move on from him. It's time to move on from him. Okay. James Wade says enough Saints talk. They're no longer relevant enough to be public uh, a topic discussion. Shaking my head, LOL. <sighs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Because I'm not going to get called out by Saints fans for, I'm just going to be honest, ridiculous ass dumb takes. Last one. Brandon says, the Saints ain't shit. (laughs) They won't be until they fire the whole front office, ass clown, out there smacking on gum. That dude was smacking on gum. Uh, Diplomatic immunity says, so Dennis Allen doesn't have a cancerous personality. Buddy. Dennis Allen's not on social media running out there. He's out there defending Mike Thomas like, like a damn fool. I have literally, and here's the thing, to diplomatic immunity, here's the stupid thing from Saints fans. I call for his dumb ass to be fired. What else do you want me to do? What else do you want me to do? But just, you cannot put Dennis out. Why, why is it? Oh, but what about this person? It's like, well, I probably shouldn't say this, but it's like, hey, if I jump off, if this guy jumps off the bridge, should you type scenario? Just because somebody else is doing it. We've called for Dennis Allen to be fired. What the fuck do y'all not get about that? Jesus. You want to know why we don't talk about Saints? Because quite honestly, NFL fans, it's difficult to have a conversation with. They were out here. Bro, I remember this vividly in 2019. I had literal people on the Cincinnati Bengals arguing with me that Joe Burrow can't be a franchise quarterback. The fuck are you talking about? Now y'all have done it. Now you've really done it. Then leave the fucking show. It's that simple.
cares where he's going. <sighs> We're not going to end on that, though. You, the, uh, comments like this are, tell me that you've never played sports before at a high level and that you have no idea what you're talking about with sports. You do not call out teammates in public. No, y'all want, you think you're going to be getting, you're, you're holding out hope for the Mike Thomas that was. He'll never be here again. Ever. All right. A couple more things before we get out of here. One thing is, okay, and simply put, LSU men's basketball, by the way, had a very tough loss to Alabama. This Saturday. Um, man, I just want them to be good. I, I mean, they, they play hard. I, I, I do think that, that some of them, that sometimes I, I, I leave, at the end of the game, I leave scratching my head like, what was that? Like, what were you thinking on these plays? I just don't think they're talented enough. I actually believe that Matt McBann puts them in good positions. Actually, I think he puts them in good positions a lot of times. I just don't think that they're good enough, nor do they have the talent. So, look, I'm going to continue to cheer and root for this men's basketball team. I hope that they can, can win some of these games. Maybe they're not slated to do so. God, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. I've said this and will continue to say it, though. This is like a year one for me with Matt McMahon. I am judging this year for him as a year one. Because, look, I know that Will Wade's having a lot of success at McNeese. They weren't under the sanctions or under the microscope as LSU as Wade left LSU basketball under. I will take this as a year one for, 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 for Matt McMahon, and let's see if he can rebuild something here. And look, maybe next year is, you know, the year that you judge him the most off of, and maybe that would be the rightful thing to do. But I do think that Matt McMahon is a solid head coach. I think he's a good head coach that puts guys in, in the right situations. He's just going to have to get some talented guys in here. He, he's going to have to because they're not – I just don't know. My thing is, is I feel like they play hard. They play balls to the wall 24-7. I just don't know if they're good enough. And that's not a knock on them. It's not a knock. But I'm starting to question if they are. Now, can this team turn around and do some good things? Maybe Matt McMahon's got to scheme some things up a lot more to get them in better situations, which I don't know if he can do. I mean, guys, they missed a couple of layups underneath the basket that they should have made, not rebounding. You have Baker and Dean down there. 
you should be able to rebound better than you've been doing. But, you know, if if Jordan Wright is off, like, like if Jordan Wright is off, if Jalen Cook is off, they're, they're, they don't have – guys around them can't pick them up if they're having an off night. Or if they're just having an off half, the guys around them can't pick them up. So, look at men's basketball. We'll see what they do. Um, hopefully, they can get some things moving. We'll, we'll, we'll stay in tune with that. Women's basketball tonight, we'll probably do a post game because it'll be late um, when that game ends. Um, but they are at Mississippi State today, uh, tonight, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mississippi State 16-5, and five, not a bad team. LSU 18-3, uh, number nine ranked team in the country. I think they're going to rebound. I think they'll take out some revenge here, okay? So, yeah, I think they're, they're going to be fine. I, even the loss to South Carolina, guys, I still think they're a top four team. Maybe if they start – they're, they're going to have to start playing more together, though. They're at, I also believe that they need to give Anissa Morrow the ball and get out of the way. Like, if I'm Kim, I'm giving Anissa more touches, giving him more looks, and telling maybe tell HVL, like, hey, man, give her the ball, let her work, go to town. Okay. We'll see y'all tonight. We'll talk a little baseball tonight. We'll talk a little baseball tonight. Till then, y'all have a good one. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.